Hello, everyone. Welcome to uh, day 21 of our readings from the School of Jesus Crucified here on Avoiding Babylon. Thank you once again for joining me. Um, you can catch these uh, these episodes as well as all of our shows from Avoiding Babylon on YouTube, Spiritus TV, Rumble, Odyssey, and also all your major podcast apps. So make sure to subscribe to us on all of those, like this video or audio episode, and share it with uh, everyone that you can. Um, I really think these meditations uh, can be fruitful, not, I mean, not even just for Catholics, but really anyone, um, you know, anyone who is a Christian. So, um, so we will get going here. Uh, first off, so I know I, I record these videos at night, upload them and they, you know, they, they're really, they air the next day. Um, so when this airs, it will be St. St. Patrick's Day. So first off, happy St. Patrick's Day. Um, second off, even though it airs on St. Patrick's Day, I'm recording it on the 16th, which is my co-host Anthony's birthday. So happy birthday, Anthony. He's something like, I don't know, 50, 55, 60 years old now, something like that. But anyways, uh, let's get going here. So today's day 21. There are uh, there's a practical method of meditation and prayers that you can say prior to the meditation that can be found on day three. So go check out that previous episode. Uh, but those aren't strictly necessary for these. So day 21 is Jesus Christ shown by Pilate to the people. And like I've done in the past, I'm going to throw up a static image here on screen right now. So there's nothing to look at. Just listen and uh, let yourself go go into the meditation here. So Jesus Christ, shown by Pilate to the people. Meditation. Pilate, on beholding the Redeemer of the world in the lamentable condition to which his executioners have reduced him, imagines that his appearance alone must move the people to compassion and therefore takes him to the balcony in front of his palace, from whence he may be seen by the assembled multitude, saying, Ecce homo, behold the man. Consider, number one, the state in which Jesus is shown to the people. He is so deformed and disfigured as scarcely to preserve the semblance of a man. His face is pale and bruised with the blows he has received and defiled with the spittle. His adorable head is bending beneath the painful weight of the sharp thorns, which pierce his brow and form a crown of sorrow and ignominy. His torn, mangled, and bleeding frame is clothed with the garment of scorn and derision. He suffers in every part of his sacred body, and his position is one of the deepest degradation. In this state of indescribable shame and confusion, the adorable Son of God is presented by Pilate to the people with these few words. Behold the man. As though he had said, Behold what a condition the man whom you accuse of aspiring to royalty is reduced. See whether he is not worthy of tears and compassion than of hatred. And though my soul attentively contemplate this man-god, the king of glory, overwhelmed with ignominy in the presence of so great a multitude, 
his adorable body streaming with blood and loaded with shame. He who was the most beautiful of the sons of men is now the abomination of his people. He has assumed so painful and humiliating an appearance to induce his father to take pity upon us and deliver us from the internal punishments which we have deserved. Love for our souls and desire for their salvation have reduced him to so pitiable a condition. But on your part, what efforts do you make for the salvation of your soul, which has been purchased by Jesus at so dear a rate? Are you anxious to guard its purity and save it from eternal misery? Or are you, on the contrary, willing for a mere trifle to sacrifice your right to that paradise which Jesus has purchased for you at the price of so many humiliations and sufferings? Consider number two. The feelings aroused in the hearts of the people by the appearance of Jesus. The sight of the lamentable condition to which the most innocent redeemer of the world is reduced would have touched hearts of stone and ought to inspire the Jews with feeling of compassion and mercy toward our suffering Jesus. But no sooner do they behold him than they seem to lose every feeling of humanity and, with the fury of wild beasts, clamorously demand his death and seek with unexampled fury to deprive him of that life which is all but extinct in his martyred body. The diabolical hatred and implacable rage animating them against our blessed Lord urge them on to demand with louder cries that he should be crucified. Behold the consequences of allowing a passion once to take possession of the heart. There is no access into which a man blinded by any one passion may not fall. All passions delight but ruin the soul. It must therefore be combated with untiring energy. Pilate is well aware of the innocence of Jesus and is by no means willing to yield to the iniquitous wishes of the Jews. But they fiercely and clamorously reply that according to their law, he ought to die because he has made himself the son of God. The laws of the world condemn Jesus to die. All the worldlings who seek solely to gratify their passions exclaim by the voice of the Jews that Jesus must be put to death, that Jesus must be crucified. And do you regulate your conduct by such laws as these? Do you follow the maxims of worldlings? If such is the case, you will very speedily desert Jesus and seek to crucify him anew. Jesus beholds the rage of his enemies. He hears their furious outcries and bitterly deplores their insensibility to his sufferings, but rejoices at the prospect of that cross on which he is to die for love of me, while I tremble at the very name of crosses and sufferings. Why are my sentiments so contrary to those of Jesus? Consider number three. The feelings which the sight of Jesus Christ should awaken in our hearts. While the people display no compassion whatever on beholding Jesus, let us imagine that the Eternal Father shows him to us to excite at least in our hearts feelings of love, veneration, and of desire to imitate him. Let us imagine that we hear the Eternal Father addressing us in the words of Pilate to the Jews. 
Ecce homo. Behold the man. He is your king, the king of wisdom, of love, and of holiness. But also the king of sorrow and ignominy. He has acquired possession of his kingdom by humiliation and suffering. He has purchased it for you at the price of his blood and of his wounds. For your sake he has sacrificed his dignity and permitted himself to be thus outraged and tormented. Adore this king. Be subject to him. And if you wish to enter his blessed kingdom, follow him in the way of the cross and of suffering. He is desirous of reigning in your hearts, and he has purchased possession of them at the price of a most painful death. Consecrate then to him all your thoughts and all your affections. Behold the man. He is your father, the most sweet, tender, and loving of fathers. A father who for the love of his children, and in order to restore them to the life of grace which they had lost by sin, has sacrificed his own most precious life on the cross, and is yet the most despised and abhorred of fathers. Love so good a father, obey his commands, and never grieve his tender heart. Behold the man, he is your master and your model. Observe the virtues which he practices on this occasion. Extreme mildness amid so many provocations. Perfect silence under so many outrages. Great humility amid so many insults. And wonderful patience under so many sufferings. Contemplate and endeavor to imitate him. Never will you resemble him in the honors of paradise. Never will you be his companions in glory if you resemble him not in his virtues. Resolve to do so by the help of his grace. The fruit. Remain for some time with your eyes fixed on a crucifix and say to yourself, Behold the condition to which a God has been reduced for love of me and to satisfy for my sins. Offer him all the powers of your soul and all the senses of your body in testimony of your love and determine to use them solely for his glory. Ask him through the merits of his humiliations to bestow upon you the spirit of humility and penance. Example, the venerable servant of God, Ursula Benincasa, took such great delight in having constantly before her eyes a picture representing Jesus crowned with thorns, and in the state in which he was shown by Pilate to the people, that she had it fastened on her working frame. When working, she would frequently breathe forth fervent sighs of love to her suffering Lord and beseech him to allow her to partake in his sorrows and to share his crown of thorns. She caused crucifixes to be placed in every part of her house and kept many in her room, so that whichever way she turned, she might always behold her suffering Redeemer. Having become a religious and superior of a convent, she ordered each of her nuns to keep in her cell an image of Christ crucified and to say at least 33 times every day, my crucified Jesus, 
I repent of all my sins. Have mercy on me and help me at the hour of my death. That is it for the meditation today. Another really, really good one. Um, I love that that repetition in there. You know, behold the man at Jehomo. You know, how often throughout the day should we um, behold Christ crucified on a crucifix, on a painting, work of art, or even just uh, as an image in our head? Um, so, you know, one thing I've I've tried to do throughout my own home is, is I, I try to have a crucifix in every room so that, uh, you know, if that feeling overtakes me, I can, I can, I can behold the man no matter where I'm at at my house. So it's one thing I definitely recommend um, if you haven't done something like that already is to, uh, is to work on that. So tomorrow, so this, like I said, this is coming out on St. Patrick's Day. On Friday, Saturday will be Jesus condemned to the death of the cross. And then Sunday we will take off and begin again on Monday. So thank you once again. Like this video or audio. Um, make sure you check us out on, on all the different platforms we're on, uh, especially Spiritus TV. They are explicitly a Catholic video hosting site for Catholics, run by Catholics. Um, eventually there will be advertisers on the site, but they will be um, at the very least not immoral. And most likely, for the most part, they will be Catholic advertisers as well. So um, I implore you to use Spiritus TV uh, as much as possible. They're working on things like live streaming, mobile apps, um, things of that nature. So they really do hope to get to the level of of YouTube in terms of technology. And, you know, when that happens, uh, I, I think there'd be no reason to use YouTube in, over Spiritus. So make sure you check them out. But anyways, thank you very much. God bless you. If you're watching these on the day they come out, have a happy and more importantly blessed St. Patrick's Day. Remember, it is a it is a holy day. It is a feast day, and not just a holiday. So, have a good, have a good day, everyone.